0: Hello, I I actually, I actually sat here listening to the background music saying, so how does this how does this work? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and then the worst part about it, we are being recorded now. This mm-hmm. is Monique from Neat Speaks. Mm-hmm. I am I am enjoying the the joy of technology. It is remarkable to me that so many things have been conquered. During the time that we have been, uh, quote unquote, locked in, but so many things came from it that we never discovered before. So typically, if yeah. someone says, let's do a podcast, and it means I'll be inviting you to my spot, and then we got to figure out, and here we are doing it online, and this is, this is awesome. So welcome. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Happy to They're be here.
0: For the people who are listening, this is Mijan. Um, Mijan, I'd like for you to introduce yourself. I, I, I had I, I thought I would be the one to do it, but I think you could be the one to introduce yourself.
1: Okay, my name is Mijan. I am a Jamaican musician. Um, I play the violin, among other instruments that I do not put on my resume. Um, I am a, also a stage tech. I'm a teacher. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I love it. So when I, I'm going to
0: pick apart your introduction, and that's why I kind of asked you to do it, because I figured you were going to throw something in there that I couldn't put in there. Um, right. When you say teach, do you teach um, individuals about music or the instrument?
1: Mm-hmm. So both. I teach music, but primarily I teach violin. Um, and it, but kind of, it kind of goes hand in hand, because in order for you to play violin, you have to learn music theory. Right so, in general i I teach violin and music theory
0: yes so years ago mm-hmm. um i i had i think I was in the midst of my divorce and I felt I needed to embark on something different that wasn't what everybody did and I bought a violin i went to oh. the- <laughs> yes. I went to this store in um, in Coral Springs. Uh, we're in Florida, for the people who're not um, out here in Florida. Coral Springs is maybe about twenty minutes from my home. I never needed to go that far, but I heard they had a really good store. The um, mm-hmm. I think Sam Ash, and mm-hmm. that's where I work. That's
1: where. Okay, I- okay. Yeah. perfect.
0: So I went and bought a spanking new violin. They had used one, but I wanted a spanking new one. You know, when when you're trying to do your thing. And I went to classes. I hear you say you, you teach it. And I wish I had known you then. Because you know what? You probably would have gotten through to me quicker than this dude. Because <laughs> 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 I went to classes. Not at Sam Ash, though. It was uh, an independent individual I went to. And mm-hmm. he had uh, a group of people there. And I, and I learned to play one song. That was it. And and I felt so... Accomplished? Yeah, I felt accomplished. What yeah. song
1: did you learn to play? Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star? Twinkle, Twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the go-to beginner song. So the thing about it is, while I
0: was feeling so accomplished, this man was so disappointed in me. He's like, dude, that's it. Because he told me forever. But I think why I, what I admire most about the violin or people like yourself, violinists, you have a way of turning that instrument into something that we've never heard before. Yes. But something that's familiar. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, the mm-hmm. violin and, 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 and I think I'm hearing a song that I knew before, but it's the beauty of the, ch- um, the change that the violin gives so talk to me about why the violin, why music, how did you get here kind of thing?
1: Well I, well, I tell people all this time, I didn't actually choose the violin. It kind of chose me in a way. Um, I was going to St. Richard's primary at the time and um, uh, they, were doing, they were doing this outreach program to schools. Um, and for some reason... I got chosen, they just, they just randomly selected some students and said, go to the church. And when we went to the church, um, they were teaching violin. And that's how I got started. Um, and then...
0: This was uh, in Jamaica, correct? This,
1: yes, yes, this was in Jamaica. Okay. And then, um, so I played, I played from about, I was in about grade two or grade three, all the way up to until I was in like first or second form. And then I discovered theater. And I kind of like laid off, fell in for a little bit, and started doing theater. Um, so I was, I started out as stage crew, and then like I did a couple shows where I was actually casted in the show. Oh. Then,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, started a lot of musicals in Jamaica. And so,
0: then, well, when you were in the show, were you in the show as a musician or in the show as a performer? as in, in acting. The, yeah, I
1: was in the show as not 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 really acting i was in the show as as like a chorus member so okay got it so like for example lion king and like i played a tree you know i played like a
0: leopard (laughs) so wait did you did a role like a tree require you to sing can you sing do you sing
1: i can sing in a chorus
0: Oh, okay, got it. I'm a it.
1: musician. I know how to harmonize, but I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm no Diana King by uh, by, by, by any stretch. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, so you were in the play, right, 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 right. For So, so did, other things, yeah, not to play. Not okay, to
1: play yeah, no. So, yeah, so, so in that time, from about second or third form up until I left high school, I had not touched my violin. And I followed somebody to music school one day, and the the, the head of the music school at the time um, remembered me from when I was a kid. And he was like, what are you doing here? And I was just like, oh, you know, I follow my friend. to." From the violin days? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, um, I said, oh, I follow my friend, too. I think my friend was auditioning. I don't, I don't even remember. And he was just like, you should audition too. And I'm like, I haven't played violin in years. He's just like, yeah, but you are good. You Trust me. And I'm like, I don't have a violin. And he's like, we have violins here. And <laughs> I auditioned. And I got into music school. And Wow. And the rest... What was the
0: requirement was just that you had to be good in your audition?
1: Yeah, the requirement was that you had to prove that you could play your instrument past a certain level. Um, They gave you a uh, written... Uh, We call that a theory test, and um,
0: okay, Mm -hmm. they gave you
1: hearing tests to see how well you can hear music and and bag of things. I don't don't even remember now, but yeah. So I did that audition just like you know, because he said to do it, and I, I got into music school, and it was just like, okay, sure. Um, that's how it happened. What was the name of the school, Edna Manley? The Edna Manley performing, visual and performing arts.
0: Now, my memory of Jamaica and that particular school, I remember there, there was an audition for something that I thought I wanted to do, and I convinced myself that I wasn't worthy, so I didn't go. It was one of those things where it was so intimidating for me. It wasn't for music. It wasn't for singing. You talk about you're not. You're no Diana King. I wouldn't even, I, I wouldn't even make a sentence like that. I'm, I'm no nobody. Like I can't even sing to, to to save a child's life. We know, but we know. But, <laughs> but I think it was something else that I was maybe was acting. I was gonna go for, mm. and I spent the time convincing myself nobody influenced me, and I didn't even tell somebody that I was gonna do it. But you see how you had that person who said, "Hey, grab a violin and do it." Mm. I wish I had somebody. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just to know. Because look what you would have missed out on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. by not taking that step. For sure. You know? For sure. Yeah. 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 So how long did you stay there and what got you into, um, Um, like, having it as a career? So
1: I I started music school. The first time I started music school, um, I was working with this guy named David Heron. Um, and I, I was a stage manager on the side, so like that's what I would use to like help out with money and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show that we were was it the show that we were working on or a different show was going to England to tour for three months, and I was a stage manager, so I was just like England for three months, um, bye, and I, dr- I left music school, not with the intention of dropping out, um, but I had but three months turned into I think four or five months or something like that. So by the time I had mm-hmm. come back. I had fallen way behind, and it was like exam time and whatever, so I put it off, and then I started back again, probably about two or three years later, I started back again, and then, so now I'm in, I'm in my second year, Ooh. and then Jacure, this artist in Jamaica, called and was just like, uh, somebody came and said, you know, Jacure is looking for a violinist, and you should do it, and um, I almost didn't do it, Um but I did
0: and uh, was he popular was he popular then or just coming up
1: he was popping he Mm. he had just come out of prison after serving an eight-year sentence and so he was really really popular um so so um yeah and then I, I started touring with him
0: what was different what was what was the how long did you stay with him and what was what kept you because you know you can be part of something but you're not really there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what made you feel you know driven to continue with jackie because i love his stuff mm-hmm. but i don't know the but he's probably well from what
1: people know he's i um i like the experience i had never i had never played reggae before you know in in that way Right. Um, I had mm-hmm. never had those experiences before I was traveling you know I mean there, he couldn't come to like the US or go to Canada or go to England but we're you know we um
0: you cut out a little um, bit you were saying
1: and, yeah I was saying that he couldn't he couldn't travel to Canada or the US or like the UK but in terms of the rest of Europe we were, we were there a lot you know I got to say a lot of the other Caribbean islands. Like when you think about traveling, you don't, as a Jamaican, or I don't know if in other Caribbean islands, but when you think about traveling, you don't actually think about traveling to other Caribbean islands, right? And so I was really grateful for, for those opportunities. And um, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed his music. Um, uh, I, I, I liked some of the people that I worked with. Um, I liked him, you know, and the money was nice.
0: <laughs> so here's <laughs> of course. Here's my cause I just know him, you know, as a fan, as a not only say a fan, but just knowing that I love his music. Because I don't mm. even follow him up, but I love his music. So here's my million-dollar question or million dollar and one question. At that mm. time, did you were you out as a lesbian woman?
1: Yes, I was. Yeah, oh. I was. Not only was I out, but but, but I had the, the, the people that I was playing with, like him and his, his whole crew and um, the other musicians in the band, they didn't know me. They had never seen me before. I mean, some of them, yes, from music school because some, some of them went to music school too. But when, when, um, when I got the call to go to the meeting um, the first day after, after everybody introduced themselves to each other and whatever, mm-hmm. I went to the musical director nigel staff i went to him and i was just like i think it's important for you to know that i'm gay because it's probably gonna come up and he was just like um nobody thinks you're not gay (laughs) (laughs) that's like that's like the report i saw
0: today that's saying um the brat is out and i'm like out of what cuz I, <laughs> I i literally said out of what when i heard it because it's like nobody thought you weren't you know kind of thing
1: yeah yeah but i think it's important i think it was important for her to come out i think um i mean that's another that's another that's i guess yeah. another conversation but I, th- I i appreciated her for coming out
0: well i'm just saying that for mm. me i thought she was you know i
1: she yeah didn't I mean, not all of come us. out for me yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. but but yeah. I think in in the scenario that you're describing it was pertinent because when you're in an environment where um you don't know what you're dealing with it's a you know you have the 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 combination of male one mm-hmm. two Jamaicans and and mm-hmm. everybody knows how the traditional mm-hmm. Jamaican idea is gay means, so many wrong things. Mm-hmm. And then you're working. Mm-hmm. So you want to be in a safe environment and you're traveling. So I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm traveling with men. I'm traveling with strangers mm-hmm. and I'm traveling mm-hmm. with Jamaicans. So I want to mm-hmm. let you know this is what I bring to the table. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think so few of us are in the community, the LGBTQI community, it, you know, we we don't have that opportunity. It's not that we don't mm-hmm. want to, but we don't have the opportunity to say in a work situation, this is who I am boldly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But he, he was accepting of it because he said to you that I already knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what then did, did it come up? Was it ever an issue over the period of time?
1: Um, It's it, it never it it came up but not in the way it came up because they were curious he didn't he 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 never really understood it so he asked a lot of questions cure and right. other people in the band um um they were you know typical men so and 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 by the way i was in my very early 20s and i found myself in i found myself on tour all over the world so of yeah that's course, big that's really big yeah, so, of course, you know there's that kind of tour lifestyle, you right. know what I'm saying I want girls, you know, and so
0: <laughs> right,
1: so they would they would kind of get a kick out of like uh yeah like, like go look the girl that for me, or yeah, you know, just, just, mm-hmm. just typical manting kind of, but I didn't really I'm highly political even from that time, I wasn't as mature as I maybe know, but even from that time, so there was always a boundary. That they kind of knew that we would not kind of pass, you know what I'm saying
0: right, so, it will go so far no further,
1: yeah, but you know i
0: I think the 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 human who identifies that they are um gay gay or or uh, lesbian or whatever you call yourself, mm-hmm. I think the human who acknowledges or recognizes that that's happening with them from a younger stage definitely have a totally different experience than somebody who has not figured it out until they're older. So the fact that at that age, you already knew you were able to chart a course with the humans that you were working with to say, Mm -hmm. hey, I ain't trying to sleep with all of y'all just to prove what I am. I Mm -hmm. am who I am. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. But
0: my question to you is when you first, and this is not about you being gay, but more so being openly gay.
1: Mm-hmm. When you
0: first decided, hey, I want everybody to know. I know it wasn't when you told Cure. It must have been before that time. When did you say, I need more than me to know?
1: Um, my, I, I had a conversation with my mother recently. And she said I told her when I was five that I came, oh, wow. I came home from school one day, very excited about my new best friend. And I <laughs> was just like, huh, this is interesting. But she kind of blew it off and um and then you know like when i started when i started i remember in primary school just being like i like girls i was never i i've never had the experience of not being myself i just didn't know how to do that it never occurred to me to just like not be myself you know what i'm saying it never because occurred.
0: you've always known who you were from the be- from beginning
1: yeah and so and i wish we- i wish i had that and i think
0: I'm not gonna say I go as far as envy, but I wish I had that because I think you alleviate all the the muck that comes between figuring out who you are. You know what I'm
1: saying? The angst
0: and the the humans and the Mm -hmm. the the wasted relationships and Mm -hmm. the feelings of, you know, when you're in a situation telling yourself that this don't feel right, but you keep going to try Mm -hmm. to you know, pacify what should or shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. I I think I remember one time I talked about nature and nurture. And when kids get up and say at eight, Hey, I'm gay. I never had that epiphany at that age. And maybe Mm -hmm. I did, but I didn't know how to verbalize it. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I hear you and I'm like, for you to be able to say that and to know that must've been a beautiful thing because I was one who struggled with the Mm. what the hell am I doing in this situation kind of thing Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. whether or not your mom supported you I know for at first it may or may may not have been a supportive response but it was not (laughs) okay because it's Jamaica that's what I'm used to but the confidence of saying this is who I am I think is remarkable I just think it's remarkable like my wife west told me that she was sure who she was from she you know she was very young and mm-hmm. she fought for that all her life
1: mm-hmm. i
0: never had that experience so i think it is remarkable mm-hmm. my other question to you is when you started dating women were they also comfortable or have you been in that situation where you out they're not out it's a high thing oh she my friend you know jamaican said i'm oh, a
1: friend know. yeah no yeah, i know those experiences friend. i mean but also because i think people knew that i was so out that they're them never
0: better
1: yeah so it, so it was just like i knew that there were people that liked me but kind of refused to be in my space because they just knew that being with me would just mean that this is not a secret. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I didn't I don't think I've ever been with anybody that wasn't out. I've I've been with I've been with a lot of girls that before me were, were straight. I I don't I said that really wrong. They had never had an experience before.
0: Yeah. Then but... okay. Yeah, you're talking about me now. Hello. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about girls who grew up with one national order. The mm-hmm. order is you grow up, you get a man, you make the baby, you stay home. They've right. never been exposed to anything else. They've never seen anything else. They have never been, I wouldn't even say educated. I just mean exposed. So when they get exposed to something they're like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to feel. Right. You know? Okay. So when did you start with Dana King as far as music? Um
1: so um I got fired from cure. Um I think I did. I got fired. <laughs> well, I-, I think it, it it was for a lot of reasons, but a big part of it was um he just didn't he just did not want to fight my fight anymore. And it's not I have no that I have no ill will towards that. It was It's a lot for somebody that doesn't identify or understand this in any way. And so, yeah, a a lot of things happened, but among those things, it was just like, is this really worth it? No. So I got fired. This was in 2011 or 12, somewhere around there. And I was, Mm. uh, Diana and I had been friends because I had met Diana in 2006. So we had been friends. Where? I met her in Jamaica.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I had gone to Japan with her um, like shortly after, probably like 2007 or something like that. I had gone to Japan with her twice before. Just, just...
0: This is as a musician? This wasn't
1: as a musician. This was like as a tour assistant, like assistant to the tour manager. So I had had those two experiences. So, So we're friends. So of course, I'm in pieces. I'm reduced to like pieces because I've just lost my job. You know, what am I going to do? No you know what i mean and i i was right i was, I was I'm, i'll never forget like i was on facebook talking to her like facebook messaging her and i was crying
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i was just like i'm done with the music um that's it i don't want to have nothing else to do the music industry and she's just like all right just stop talking and send me a password information <laughs> and relax <laughs> you're being dramatic <laughs> relax and then, and then, literally, probably about a month later, I was on tour with her. It was like, oh, okay, well, all right.
0: So, she did she ever she did she have a a, a violinist before, or you were no, just she didn't. an no, addition I, to no, what was she already an had?
1: To what she already had.
0: That's cute. Was it? Well, I this is what I think. <laughs> I don't think you have a lot of violinists in jamaica nor in the Um, world you know what i'm saying i think it's us you're in a small group in in jamaica
1: in jamaica and that's part of the reason that's part of i I tell people all the time that that is part of the reason that i actually ended up playing with cure because i think that had i looked the way i looked confessed to being gay i think if i played the guitar or if i played keys or if I, you
0: wouldn't wouldn't be accepted but i
1: think I played no. a quote unquote exotic, into I hate when people call it that. But you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh my God, that's so, it's such an exotic."
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, you eat mangoes. Mangoes are mm-hmm. um, exotic food. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So you were quote unquote mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. So it brought something to the table that maybe another band right. wouldn't. Right. So you, when you got with Diana. And you're good. So it's not like you're thank right. you And for the people it. who I don't understand it. what fengke fengke mean, right? <laughs> and stop. Fengke fengke mean when you're not really good at your stuff, but you act like you oh, are. That, that, um, that perfectly and,
1: describes me.
0: Stop. <laughs> stop. Anyway, he is lying. Nijan is, is absolutely.
1: So absolutely. Anyway, let's move on.
0: Absolutely yes. phenomenal. So stop it. But anyway, um, the humility is cute. Um, but when 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 she said you know you're overreacting, whatever, whatever, and you got you were in Jamaica at that time. Where was she? She
1: was in foreign, she was here. She was here at her
0: house. <laughs> okay, so so the whole idea where does the band live? Does the band live the here band, or Jamaica? They-
1: some of the band now lives here, but at the time, most of the band lived in Jamaica. They were in Jamaica. And, and, and actually, now that I think about it, I think it was around about the time that she was getting ready to go to Japan. So they were like, um, she was getting ready to come to Jamaica to rehearse the band. So that, w- that worked out well for me because then I got a chance to rehearse with, with her and learn her stuff.
0: So why Japan?
1: What, why Japan? women mean? Uh Okay.
0: Why? Why not Jamaica? Why did you guys tour in Japan and not Jamaica or? Well, America? well, she's why? very
1: popular in Japan. She's very popular in Asia. Um, she's, you know, like she's most popular in Asia and most popular mm-hmm. in Japan. So, like, I think I've been to Japan like one hundred million times because
0: well you had mentioned that um the two times that you had gone with her Mm -hmm. before was japan so i was just wondering what
1: well well i think that i think that um i I don't know i don't know why i went to japan with her out of everywhere that she was going at the time yeah it
0: just seemed like japan is a recurring decimal but so you guys Mm -hmm. toured the band went back to Jamaica. You went back to Jamaica, and at some point, you guys found each other. Yeah, literally, like ten
1: years later. Literally.
0: So you were in the band, and ten years later, you guys got together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So for the people who don't know, we talk about Diana King, and if you don't know Diana King, look it up. Um, <clears throat> my biggest thing with with the the um. The, the skill that you have is how infinitely rare mm-hmm. it is. What happened now you're in um, the United States, you and Diana King, you are together, you guys are mm-hmm. married. Um, what happens with music now in the United States? Do you, are you putting yourself out there as a violinist here? Are you just part of the band? Do you do both? I know you said you worked at mm-hmm. Sam Ash, but are you doing more mm-hmm. than that? Like are you saying, hey,
1: I'm um, over? Not not really. You know, for for I was here for a long time and I could not and legally I was not I couldn't work. Um, so I was I I was right. producing a lot of music. Um so more, I spend most of my time now trying to be a producer. I wouldn't call. I mean, I only have one song out, and I wouldn't like. I wouldn't call myself like, yo, I'm this big bad producer. I'm not. Um, yeah. it, what does producing what does producing, so producing entail
0: in, for somebody like me who has so no clue?
1: Composition. It's it's basically it's <clears> composing music. It's um putting uh, putting instruments together. So like, um. If I want to make a dancehall song, I I play some dancehall drums and then I play keys over it and I might play violin over it or, you know, um, putting different sounds together to compose a track. And then somebody will sing a song on that track. So you you would sell the track to whom to to, to artists to to whomever so I, so I'll send out tracks and and I, I send out I have some artist friends and I send out tracks and then they send me back song ideas and then the the the, the song that I like the most will move forward in getting it recorded and putting it out yeah
0: And you you guys record locally or how well, does that work No
1: no no um technology is like the most amazing thing so i'll just i can just email a, a, yep. a track a wave file and then a lot of a lot of, a lot of artists have their setup at their houses anyway or or their studio or whatever so i'll just email a, a a track and they will go go to the studio and record it and then email the vocals back to me and then i will kind of like produce a track like put the vocals in put on effects you know, I don't really like mixing. I usually make somebody else do that. But yeah. So
0: so okay, I was coughing my my eyes out just now because I was laughing and mm. then almost died. But <clears throat> if I wrote a song, <clears throat> I can't what sing for shit. Why do we, Why do we go? For I this know, all the I time. can't sing. you know, mm-hmm. but me let's say, no hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to the scenario okay, first. Right. I write a song with three verse, mm-hmm. right? We throw something in as mm-hmm. chorus, you know, you are putting in riffs and stanza, whatever y'all say, because mm-hmm. I'm not a musician. And I said, you know what? I need my song to be mm-hmm. on the streets. So I sent it mm-hmm. to you. You put mm-hmm. music to it. We find mm-hmm. a singer. Mm-hmm. Is that what happens with the person who wrote the song? do they get royalty yeah, get,
1: when the song yeah, gets played yes, you get writing credits so so normally a song is split it's they, they call them splits right so you have the you have the the composer/producer mm. which is me or whomever i sometimes i collaborate with somebody right and then you have the songwriter so usually it's split 50/50 and then um so so, so sometimes the songwriter is the person that sings it. So it's just 50 50 between me and the artist.
0: Or. Well, that's right. not going to be our situation so, so, here. So then <laughs> we,
1: would, we, would have to, we would have to, you would have to say, the, we'd have to all agree on the splits. Like you would say, well, I wrote the song, so really and truly the 50% is mine, and I'm the producer. So the and y'all figure out mine, the rest. And then we'll just have somebody mm. that performs the song, but that person, we would cut them into the deal because, you know, that's the right thing to do yeah got it
0: okay i mean that that that's all like an idea you know i'm not i'm not you know because if i can write books why I can't write songs yeah true. you know what i'm saying all right so my my other question to you interestingly enough this is good i'm going mm-hmm. longer than my usual time this is good
1: um <clears throat> oh god to go start singing she'll when oh sorry but... no <laughs> talk no don't do it <laughs>
0: No, I'm clear. Because I told you, I was laughing earlier. I'm choked. Um, <clears throat> I, I love music. I'm like Kirk Franklin, where he loves music, but he can't sing for shit. And he says that mm-hmm. all the time. He said he found out that he loved music, um, but he mm-hmm. can't sing, but he can coordinate. You know, he, can, he, can, he, has, he has the ear for it. He has all the other facets, mm-hmm. but he can't sing. Notice right. he doesn't sing you know, he'll say stuff and won't sing. Um, when you tour with Diana or previous, um, Mm -hmm. touring times, do you do a solo and what, what, when you do a solo, do you usually use a song that's popular so people can relate to it because Mm -hmm. it's a violin thing or do you typically do something that's, um,
1: no, I don't do a. you mean do a solo like me alone play and and, and i'm not playing in yeah. context of like b- b- for the artist like in the artist song no i don't no 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 correct uh i've done it before but not 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 really no
0: so typically if you're mm-hmm. with diana and she's singing one of mm-hmm. her songs you're playing mm-hmm. to the song she's singing. You're not just like because sometimes you go to concerts and like let's say Lionel mm-hmm. Richie, and he sings all his mm-hmm. songs, and then the band he gives the band like an, a a second or two or five mm-hmm. minutes of just playing their own mm-hmm. thing. Does that usually um, happen? It doesn't
1: happen in that way, but there are but there are sections in different songs that you solo, like you know, or there's a breakdown and. You know, or she, or when she's introducing the band, or, or like in the middle of a song, right? Call me out and be like, "Yo, play for them," or whatever. But in terms of, like, the band alone doing a song, no, we don't usually have the time for that. Playing at a festival, and we'll have like, we'll have like sixty minutes, and then get off the stage, and then has have,
0: and then so Mm -hmm. if she calls you up and say, "Play that part," you're playing a part of the song that has Mm -hmm. that is already in in, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Progress. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel about your music? How do you oh, feel about your music? music? <clears throat> your um, personal music.
1: You, you know, that's, a, that's actually a really good question. I've never really thought about that. I just kind of make it... There are some tracks that I make that I really, really like. Um, usually... Uh, the tracks that i really like are very dark. are darker than when if i make a track that sounds like very hip and upbeat and like, you know, all these major chords, normally i don't like it. Um that's a really good question. I am stumped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I tend to
0: do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but 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 i mean cuz here's the thing. Mm -hmm. And forgive me, you know me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say exactly how I feel. You are impressive. You don't speak to that, but you are. So for me, if you touch something, even if it's one person, Mm it's going to make a difference. Yes, Right? So I believe that there there has to be mm-hmm. some passion in music. I mean, I, again, I'm not a freaking musician mm-hmm. and I don't know why I didn't get that skill. I know why,
1: i I think I there's so much
0: go. passion. <laughs> 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 no, but, no, 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 no wish. Oh my God, you would have I'm no idea. I wish I was fun. a musician. We
1: can go online but, classes. You just pay me, build a class and we just Zoom here, and we'll just do a class. We'll just do, every week, we do a one hour right. class. Let me tell you something.
0: And a one, two, three, four class. I know, but I'm a really
1: good teacher. I'm very patient. <laughs> I'm very encouraging. In my class, you're not and allowed most to say of that to the yourself. You know, it's nice.
0: Let me tell you something. I never say bad things about myself. I, I That's part, <laughs> part of the problem. Because the teachers <laughs> that I've had say, no, lady, no, you're not doing it right. But I think, I think music has this, whether you're singing it, playing it, producing it, I think music has mm-hmm. this, this magic, you know? And so when you do it with passion, it mm-hmm. amplifies that magic. And when you do it with an instrument that is not a piano or a guitar, not mm-hmm. that I'm saying those aren't great, you know, shout out mm-hmm. to all the Alicia Keys out there, and all the the the, the singers and the guitar players. But I think mm-hmm. harp and violin—them yeah, things ain't easy to do, man. Eh?
1: Oh my god, that would like my Harp, man. The way up if I bought a harp, though, I should get a harp. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs>
0: So I think harp and violin, I think, of course, violin number one, harp number two, I've always been attracted to those instruments because I think they're just so out of the box. And I am so big on not, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. normal things. So I think when I ask you the question about what do you think about your music, I want to feel like you understand the effect that it may have on another human out there who might be thinking... Well, that's mm-hmm, different, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. all you need. You know that that whole idea of, and again, I'm you not know, bashing.
1: You know, let me tell you. Piano I players think, I think, or... um, this might actually be the first time I'm I'm going to say it out loud and acknowledge it, and I hope it doesn't come off. I hope it don't come off like a being hype or you know, um, this this artist Lila Ike. I don't know if you know her. She's a Jamaican singer, young girl. She just she just mm-hmm. she she's mm-hmm. I, I, I love her album. And on her album, there was a violin solo on it. It's a reggae album. And there was a violin solo on it. And when I heard it, I was just like, man, I kind of feel good because there's no way that Leela Ike and her musicians didn't know me. That guy that played that violin on there, there's no way he did not see me somewhere. And that felt really, really good.
0: Right. Because you passed it on. No, wait, wait, wait.
1: Let you me, know, in a, in, in a good person, way. I'm saying
0: it's possible that I may have. It's possible. But let me tell you, that's the possibility. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. The impact, you may never know the impact, but mm-hmm. the passion that you, and, and for the people who are listening, my phone is beeping because people mm-hmm. feel they need to talk to me at this time. Um, But the impact that you may have, you might not understand your reach. You might not mm-hmm. have not even mm-hmm. researched your mm-hmm. reach. You know? But I do believe that a dime a dozen, 9 million, 50 million musicians are out there. Only a few can True. say I play the violin. And um, and I wanted to talk through it because I think the violin is just not one of those things that people Just like how oh, you came upon it. You weren't sitting there yeah, at home I thinking, be
1: a you know
0: what I should play.
1: You know what would get me all oh, the girls? I didn't even have that thought. You know what? I found the violin bag. I should have thought about that much earlier.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I like I said, I've been to I went go buy a damn violin. That did not work for me. It, it, it really worked for me in conversation. <laughs> I know, I am sure. Because for me, I think when I, when I bought the violin, again, I was divorced and I was out there trying to figure myself out. And unlike you guys, mm-hmm. I didn't know what the hell I was. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what, what, what bracket I would fit in. I, am I, I knew I wasn't heterosexual. I knew that. Because I was too uncomfortable right. in that space. But I didn't know right. where else to be. And so you know how a lot of people transition to gay by saying I'm bisexual and you still go on dates and your borders, shit. And then I finally went out with um, a female who is completely Mm -hmm. insignificant at this point. (laughs) But I went out with a female and I felt so comfortable. No, she's she's insignificant because she did nothing for me beyond having me recognize Mm -hmm. that this is a good space to be in but she's not significant as in we dated or anything we we went on one dinner thingy and then while being there i felt just so absolutely 100 Mm percent comfortable and i felt disrobed i i without you know being dragged i felt i could be as candid as i wanted Mm -hmm. to be and she was understanding and then i drove home and i thought to myself I am not a straight woman because I, I think I, I, w- I remember one time I had said to a guy I don't even know what I'm going to get into and I said to him maybe I should date women and he said maybe date women six months and men six months and make a decision the first date yeah, I went with I a woman I said yeah, yeah, yeah. done with men yeah. never went back it yes. had nothing to do with sex it had nothing to do with it oh has, she was hot it, it was just how comfortable I was
1: sex. yeah
0: Little to do with sex. And so with men, it wasn't that I wasn't comfortable, but I always felt that like these these men were my brothers. There was no, mm-hmm. oh my God, passion. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get that part. And so when when somebody says, oh, I've always known, I'm like, man, I missed out on all <laughs>
1: them. You know? well, I did not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I missed out. So that's why I try to make up now, but that's a different story. Um, I am so so excited that you're here, um, uh, as in with me mm-hmm. here on on my podcast. Again, for the people who may or may not remember or may not have heard in the beginning, this is Mijan and she is a um, musician, and we're talking about her skill at. Uh, playing the violin. But you said you had other skills. What no, were the, I don't is, play you not drums? drums?
1: I played I play drums with like a keyboard when I'm composing. But um I play a little bit of keys. Matt like most of the instruments that I play now is just is is for composing purposes. So I can play piano a little bit. I can play guitar a little bit. You know, that's yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, okay Prince not quite okay you know, Prince I'm maybe <laughs> But I guess yes. as a musician, you yeah. have an ear for it. And the thing is, and the thing is, music is is yeah. is the the principles in music remain the same on whatever instrument you go. So you can if you're a musician and somebody had your instrument, you'll figure it out. Because you know it's it's, it's the same principle. You just have to apply it to that instrument. You just have to learn how that instrument works, and then it's the same principle. You know? As a, a G major scale is the same G major scale on a Piano or a violin or a guitar or a saxophone or a, you know, not drums, but yeah. So, mm-hmm. got
0: it. So I have one last Go question. So we've been sure. here almost forty-five minutes, which is beautiful. We've been, but you know, we we've been online for like mm-hmm. three hours and keep going. So, mm-hmm. um, here's my question, <clears throat> and I say last, but right, but yeah. I don't judge me if I ask another one hmm You are a married woman. What does it feel like to be married to a woman in a time when it's quote unquote okay as opposed to when you are growing up? It when feels it's like, like a privilege. Taboo?
1: It feels like I I it 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 feels like it shouldn't be, but I know that I know that it is a privilege, especially because where I come from, I could not be married to a woman. I had to leave my my home. The country that I, I was born in i had to leave there to come to, to go somewhere else in order to be with the person uh, in order to marry the person that i wanted to be with you know so and i know that a lot of my friends don't have that opportunity so it feels like a privilege and i don't take it for granted
0: i think one of the big things i was in the united states when this mm-hmm. then, when marriage was approved in florida and I don't think at any point I thought I would be married to a woman. I knew, mm-hmm. I, would, I, knew I would be with a woman, but when that got approved, mm-hmm. I wasn't with the person I thought I would marry. So I yeah. didn't, you yeah. know, marriage wasn't on the table. And I think the first time the advent of getting married was introduced to me, I couldn't comprehend it because you grew up right. in Jamaica, you'd never hear that. It's yeah, like no, never don't. ever hear that and not you don't know, you're not even mm-hmm. with a woman but married mm-hmm. do you even mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. what that so means it's a privilege. you know
1: so there's no other way to put it it's yeah. a privilege
0: and i don't even you know that's an excellent way to to describe it it's a privilege it's it's and then i remember i lost so many people in my life when i said i was going to well i didn't say i was going to get married i told mm-hmm. them i was married cuz i didn't tell anybody before but I think after getting married, I was, I felt so accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. won some mm-hmm. race, you know, like, like I won an award, a race. And, mm-hmm. and I know women feel that in general and men feel that in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I married a girl I've always wanted, you know, marriage brings this that's, joy, this yeah, accomplishment, thing, but, but this was on a different level.
1: Married. So I didn't just, it, I didn't just marry some random girl. It was, it was the girl that I wanted to marry. Which is pretty amazing, yeah.
0: And when I it's said, amazing.
1: Let, 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 let it is absolutely it. amazing. When I saw her the first time, I saw her on TV. I was just like, "Oh my god, she is so dreamy. I want to marry her." What was she? Um, what she yeah, was performing. I think shy guy was out or something. Shy guy, yeah, it was shy guy. And what? Yeah, she was <laughs> still hot. but mm. yo, yo.
0: She's still hot, but I'm saying when that time came and I saw her the first time, well, she was my friend. So I really couldn't think that way of her, but she was hot.
1: It was the first time I also saw another Jamaican or or saw a Jamaican artist and felt like, oh, you know, she might be like me, even though I had no confirmation.
0: But you know, the funny thing about it is, and I'm not attempting to Mm -hmm. talk too much about Diana. I didn't know Diana was gay. Because we went to, we went to Woolmers together and I just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, at school, you don't know them things. Then I got older. She left school. Then I got older. She got older. She got into music. I mm-hmm. saw her. I still didn't know. Then I came to America. She came to America. We kind of didn't see each other. We kind of really didn't, we kind of reconnected. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, mm-hmm, you gay mm-hmm. gang. gang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. And so, I think if you were able to identify that on TV, Maybe I was just you know, you're in a hoping. much different position than I, I was.
1: But, but I brought up all of this to say, it really, for real, 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 is a privilege. For real. Like, huge.
0: it is. Yeah. To marry, not to just be married, but to be married to somebody that you've, like, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. see and you want, and then you, mm-hmm. you meet them, and then you, you bond mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. I get it. I absolutely get it. I I really appreciate our me conversations this um this afternoon. Thank you for,
1: for your invite. I I think we need I to have more so of these conversations. I think there, I think there are a lot of things that there are a lot of things yeah. that to ask you. Like yeah, there are a lot of questions that I want to ask you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think we should mm-hmm. we should try to do this again, and I will be on the visitor 100%. seat, and you ask me. How about that?
1: And I'll make you sing
0: for the people. I'll make you
1: sing for the people. Because, trust me. I know. I'll (laughs) sing for the
0: people and then I'll lose all my um, listeners. But um, thank thank you so so much for
1: joining. This too was a privilege. Absolutely.
0: This, this was awesome for me. Very, very awesome. Thank you so much. Have a good afternoon. Next week, signing off. Everybody, you have a great Friday.